911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about why you should never run back to something that you broke. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, that was actually a post that I put up in our Police, Fire, Military, and Families Facebook group. And I had a gentleman comment on there telling me that he's so glad that he read that because he was actually getting ready to do that very thing. And it makes me super happy whenever I see that any of the content that I'm producing inside of our group is having an impact on somebody in their life, in their day. And it is such an honor for me to be able to show up and add value in that way. But this time it was a little different because not only did this gentleman feel the need to put that reply on this post, but then he also reached out to me directly on Messenger. And he sends me a message just thanking me so much for the value that I've been dropping inside of the group and how it's been helping him a lot recently. And anytime somebody sends me a message on Messenger, I always send them a voice message in return. I think it's one way for us to be able to close the gap between the profile picture and the actual human being that's sitting behind that profile picture. And I send him a message in return, just thanking him and letting him know how it makes me feel good to hear that the things that I'm producing inside of the group are having a positive impact on somebody, in particular him. This isn't somebody that I've communicated with very much, but it is somebody I'm aware of. And so he sends me a really lengthy voice message in return. And he's on his way to work. He's a police officer. And he tells me that he's going through a really difficult time right now because he might be on his way to his very last shift. He tells me that because of the mandates and him choosing his own morals and values and his own personal choice to health is being overran by the administration that he works under. And he might be placed on administrative leave because he's choosing himself over the mandate. He goes on to tell me that he commented on that post why you should never run back to something that you broke, because he's having a difficult time combating whether or not he should get back into a relationship with his ex-girlfriend. And I shared with him that this isn't something that I am unfamiliar with. In fact, I have an ex-fiance, and I know how difficult it is to combat the emotions of whether or not we should get back with somebody when we know that it didn't work in the first place, And a lot of the times, especially with clients that I work with, we find ourselves in this situation where it's relatively close to the breakup. I want you to think back for a second to the last time that you were in a relationship with somebody and that relationship ended. And maybe it was, quote, broken because of something you did or something they did. But inevitably, you might have had some self-doubt come in and you might have asked yourself whether or not you made the right choice whether or not you should have stuck it out. And ultimately, we don't realize that the process that we're going through mentally is should we go back and retreat to what's comfortable? You see, it's more comfortable for us to go back to that relationship and for us to be caught up in the nuance of how comfortable it is because it's something that's routine, it's something that's well known to us. Instead of taking the other path, certainly the more difficult path, which is to continue forward, to rebuild, to start something new, maybe find somebody else. And what we don't 
quite understand in that moment is if we continue forward on that alternative path, what we're doing is we're choosing ourselves. Now, mind you, there are many times in life where the two people might find themselves later on down the road reconnecting in a way oftentimes closer than they've ever been before. And that's a beautiful thing. But what we fail to understand is the process that takes place in between then. You see, a lot of growth happens during a breakup. A lot of growth happens when we choose ourselves and we decide to go forward onto that confusing, sometimes lonely, sometimes dark, unfamiliar path instead of retreating back to what's comfortable. We hear it all the time where people say love is blind. That could not be more accurate. I remember being with my ex-fiance, all of the things that I saw that were just glowing and monumental about this man. And yet in retrospect, if I'm honest with myself, it was one of the most unhealthy relationships that I've ever been in. But because I loved him so much, I suppressed all of those negative things. And we all do that. That's normal. But when you're at the point in a relationship where things aren't working anymore and the two of you decide to part ways, I would encourage you, and maybe you're like many of my clients right now who are struggling in an existing relationship and you're trying to understand whether or not you should stick it out. But in that moment of separation, what really happens is we put in the work on ourselves. We take the focus off of the unit that is the relationship and we turn inward. And maybe for you, that's starting to work on your body more. Maybe it is the foods that you eat. Maybe with the newfound time and independence, you decide to join a sport, or you get involved in something that you've always wanted to do. Maybe you go back to school, you go a little harder in your career, you decide to promote But inevitably, what's happening is you're focusing on yourself and you're putting in the reps in order to make yourself a better person, not for the relationship, but for yourself. And in those beautiful instances where you do have the two people that come back together after a long period of time, a lot of the times it works so well the second time around because of the work that they've put in on themselves. And we don't always realize that as we become adults, especially when we get into a relationship and we get married at a young age, that it is very difficult for us to understand who we are as an independent person outside of the relationship. That's something that really struck me a few years ago, and I made it my personal mission to make sure that I understand how to be independent within my relationship. That might sound counterintuitive. However, I believe that it is the most powerful gift that we can give to ourselves and then to the person that we love the most. Because when we lose sight of who we are, we get so comfortable being in a marriage and we start to identify as as a couple instead of as who we are as individuals. A lot of the times we start to hide behind who that other person is. There are a lot of very prominent positions that make it very easy. I see a lot of police wives all of the time that stand behind the badge instead of next to the badge. But what would happen if you encouraged your spouse, your partner, to start to identify who they are and to do more things that bring out that individualism? I know in my own marriage, there are many things that Clint and I do independent of one another. 
that is something that is increasing in the past couple of years. I've been traveling a lot all over the country and I haven't brought him along. Certainly there are times where I do, but there are many times where there are things that are more of my sort of thing, going to masterminds and networking and marketing events that just aren't his jam. And that's not to discredit him, just in the same in the same regard, he has his own things that he likes to do. But when we don't give ourselves permission and we don't encourage our spouse to do more of the things that make them who they are, it creates this stagnant nature within our relationship. And when you're stagnant as an individual, a lot of the times it becomes very easy for us to start to bicker. We bicker at our partners. And when we bicker at our partners, that creates arguments that if we're honest with ourselves, probably originated by something that we are unhappy with as individuals. And so I would encourage you today to understand for yourself and to get super real and vulnerable with yourself and ask what it is that you're doing or not doing as an independent that you probably should or shouldn't be. I'm going to venture to guess that there are many things, probably a giant list of things that you're going to do someday, but why not do it now? What's holding you back? And the difficult answer to that question is probably your spouse. Your spouse could be the crutch. Your spouse could be the thing that you're using as an excuse to not move forward, to not put in the work on yourself. And so that's the encouragement that I gave to this gentleman that had reached out to me. He has so many things going on with the possibility of losing his lifelong career and wanting to retreat back to what he knows is comfortable. And so I plan on following up with this gentleman and making sure that he's finding alternative ways to pour into himself and to make sure that he gets very clear on things as an independent before he decides to show up in the life of somebody else, be it his ex-girlfriend or a new partner. I hope that you have gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do me a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.